Welcome to season two of the Energy Upgrade podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa, master biohacker and successful entrepreneur. In season one of the Energy Upgrade, you got to have a taste for my obsession in all things health, energy, entrepreneurship, spirituality, and biohacking, or how to take radical responsibility in living a life by design. As a certified health coach, integrated health practitioner, kinesiologist, and seasoned entrepreneur who built and sold a seven-figure business, I want to dive deeper in this season too. After healing myself from burnout, from my health falling apart, my hormones leaving my body, I'm here to share everything I wish someone had told me. Every day, I have the incredible opportunity to be mentoring women and supporting them in becoming true magnetic energy bombs. I'm helping them remember who they were all along. It's so powerful that I want to take you in on the journey, almost as if you were a fly on the wall. You'll find that I'm not your typical health coach and I'm not your typical business coach either. I'm somewhere in between with a lot of spirituality sprinkled in there. This podcast is a sacred place where I come and share with you things that will bring you a high return on investment because yes, I'm all about ROI. Life goes fast and if I can show you a shortcut or two, I'll have succeeded at bringing you value. Thank you for being here. Let's go. Your time is now. Your energy is your life force. You want to be able to magnetize your wildest dreams. A liver detox is the fastest way to start healing. You can and you will. Hello, beautiful women, and welcome to another episode of the Energy Upgrade. Today, I have a wonderful guest joining me. If you don't know her, you are in for quite a treat. I have the pleasure of chatting today with Jen Pike. Jen is known to be the hormone specialist here in Canada. Um, She has worked with so many people and for more than two decades in this industry. So this is not her first rodeo. Jen and I have um, connected lately and we are aligned on seriously so many levels. We think very, very similarly. Our approach is extremely, extremely aligned. We both believe in um, a more holistic approach to health to reconnecting with ourselves, reconnecting with our body. So I asked her to join me today to really talk about how, what do we do when we feel so stressed, when we've been running at a high pace, when we've been hustling, go, go, go for a while. And when we start noticing our hormones shifting and leaving our body, where do we start? What can we do? And so this was a packed conversation. Seriously, get your notebooks out. You're going to want to take notes here. She shared so many, so many gold nuggets, so much information. Um, You're going to love this episode. Extremely um, powerful, lots of tangible information. And that was really the intention behind this conversation. Now, let me tell you a little bit more about Jen. Um, about what she's up to, what she loves to do. She is a medical exercise specialist, a functional diagnostic nutritionist specializing in women's health and hormones. She is the best-selling author of three books, The Simplicity Project, The Simplicity Kitchen, and The Simplicity Body. She is the fiercely driven founder of The Hormone Project, Synced, and The Audacious Woman, potentially powerful programs dedicated to empowering and teaching women what they should have known about their bodies all along, the incredible healing abilities, wisdom, and power they hold, and how to bring them to life. Jen sits on the advisory board for Strong Fitness Magazine. She serves you up weekly doses of education, wisdom, and inspiration on the Simplicity Sessions podcast, which has been in Apple's top 200 in health since its debut September 2018 and her channel Simplicity TV on YouTube. As an inspired wife and mom of two, she understands that true well-being as a woman is a journey to be enjoyed, not a struggle to be forced. She will inspire you to cut the BS and create more simplicity and ease in all you do. Are we aligned or what? 
buckle up for a wonderful, empowering conversation. Let's dive in. Jen Pike, oh my gosh, what a pleasure, what a joy to welcome you to the Energy Upgrade today. Thank you for being here. Oh, well, thank you for having me. I'm really excited for our conversation. You are the ultimate guru of hormones. You are so well-established, well-known. And of course, that's where I want to go today. I really want to talk about stress hormones, how that impacts sex hormones, The women that are listening to this podcast are, for the most part, high-achieving women. They've been running, running at a high pace for a while. And most of the time, at one point, they realize that they are tired. They can't wake up in the morning. They, no matter what they're they're doing or trying, it's just a bit of a rabbit hole. So I'm diving right in, but what where where do we even begin like I love to always talk about nervous system and of course cortisol but what's your take on this whole thing because it's definitely a we'll call it an epidemic (laughs) yeah and I don't think that it's actually new I think what's new is that we are seeing so many more women you know elevate their lives and their businesses and just what they desire from themselves in a very different way over the last, I would say decade for sure. But I've seen this exponential growth in the last three to five years Mm -hmm. out in the world. And it's incredible. I, I am one of those women. I love to achieve. I love to create. I love to innovate. I love to teach and lead and do all of that. But I have gone through many different points of what we would refer to as burnout or fatigue and, you know, over yesing yourself, just doing too much. And I think the difficult part for so many of us is that because we, A, we are all very capable, like I, you know, this, the whole thing of women questioning their capability or their ability to me, when I spend time with women, I'm like, this is a moot point. Like you are all capable, you are all able, but it's making the decision as to whether or not we really actually want that or those things in our life, because they do come with joy, but they come with a cost. Mm -hmm. And so what I've seen in the last X amount of years is more and more women that are, you know, working hard and in that hustle and in that grind and in that very gritty energy, which we can do for a season, we can do it for a period of time, like we're hardwired for that, no problem. But it's when we never press pause, we don't take back, we're always in launch energy, creation energy, not to mention taking care of your family, taking care of your household, you know, community, extended family, whatever, whoever it may be, health issues. There's so many different things that compound on top of that. And in the entrepreneurial world, I don't think that most people step back and look at the entire picture. They're not looking at their whole life, right? The holistic picture, like everything that makes up who they are. What they're diving into every day is their journal of dreams and manifestations they want to, you know, create and things they want to achieve, which is incredible. However, you have to really ask yourself how you're going to do that. And when for most women, what happens is I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And then all of it, it feels like all of a sudden I'm not, I don't have the same motivation. I don't have the same focus and clarity. I don't have the same, you know, drive or capacity to like, talking about what I love about. And so all of a sudden now, all the things that brought you a lot of joy are slow leak to your energy, making you feel resentful, starting to sometimes make you feel a little bit angry. There's some grief within that. You start to question like, am I good enough? Should I be doing this? And so all of that is happening actually very slowly behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. We feel like what happens is we wake up one day and our body goes, today is not the day to wake up right now. Today's the day to lay here longer. You know, today you're going to need two cups of coffee in the morning and two cups in the afternoon, not just the one that you're used to having. Today, you're going to need more sugar to get you going or another glass of wine, you know, those kind of things. But the reality is, is that it's slowly happening behind the scenes. And when we start to get symptoms, so we've just talked about like the energetic symptoms, but then when you notice things like your hair is falling out is all over the place. Your body composition starts to change. You're feeling inflammation in areas that you didn't used to. Digestion starts to do things that were not the norm for you. Your period starts to have some irregularity to it. 
Maybe you're going into, you know, late end of perimenopause and menopause and you were doing okay. And now all of a sudden you're having hot flashes and vaginal dryness and you have no sex drive and there's some anxiety and depression and heart palpitations. All these things showing up, what we'll tend to do as women is we'll hyper highlight whatever the most frustrating thing is that's going on. And then we just try to like pin it to the wall and we just hammer away at like, you know, regimes and supplements and whatever it might be to try and like get that thing to stop without recognizing the thing that needs to stop in the moment is us <laughs> so that we can really pull back instead of zooming in, which is what you do in business. And when you're trying to build and, and really ask like, what's going on beneath all of this. And that's actually where the work begins. Oh, I love that. Um, I love that because I often say similarly, like less is more let's, Mm -hmm. let's just, instead of trying to, um, find the band-aids and try to, for it to go away, let's try to just refocus on us, rebuild that trust, that connection with our body. And let's remove the things that are energy leaks, energy drains and build back up. But where, so for you, for those women that you're working with, where, where do you usually begin? And I know this is very individual and every, every woman is different, but as a rule, where do you like to go and look first? Well, the most important thing for me is doing a really thorough timeline. So the intake is actually... I do the least amount of talking and she does the most talking so I can understand, you know, not only what's going on right now, but explain to me, like, when did that start? What, tell me what was going on in your life around that time, not just in work, but like what was happening in your environment and your relationships and like, what was going on with people in your family and in your kids. And that can already start to help women connect and be like, I never thought about that before. Or the most powerful thing I love is when someone says no one's ever before asked me it in that way. So I've, I've never thought about that before. So they start to connect some dots early on in the process, which is very helpful because what they can start to realize is that it's not just a, they're not feeling this way because they haven't eaten enough salad or they didn't, you know, take enough B vitamins or whatever the heck it might be. It's that, oh, okay, right. I didn't recognize that my pace or this or that could be contributing. And then from there, I want to give them some as early out as I can so that they can start to feel a shift. So I'll try to think to them or get them to think about like, what are some of the things that when you do right now, you know, if I have that, if I do that, like I don't feel well, and I'll try to help coach them up around. Okay. So if you know that when, you know, you eat too many bread products, like let's just give that as an example that you feel really bloated and really gassy and really lethargic after what are some other kind of quick things that you enjoy? that we could actually add in so that the need for the quick grab of the bread or whatever it is, isn't so much there. So we start to kind of focus on that. I really work on getting her hydrated. I find for women, if I can get her hydrated, not just plain drinking water, but actually add some electrolytes Mm -hmm. into water for her. And I can use the water as a vehicle so I can get some liver support in there with maybe a little bit of fresh lemon juice that's in there. And I can add something like, you know, element or a little bit of sea salt for her adrenals and her minerals. Like I could add some creatine in there. She's also a woman who is exercising on top of, you know, her life. Those three things could be really powerful tools in something that she's probably already doing. And then the final thing about the water would be the vessel she's having it in. So eliminate the plastic, get her using glass or stainless steel and filtered water. That could be like a monumental change. And it's, we look at it as being one thing, but it's actually four things. We're filtering what's coming into her body. We're offering liver support. We're creating hydration. We're managing sodium, potassium, and magnesium in her adrenals, which is going to help her energy. And we're also creating something like, you know, creatine or L-glutamine are probably the two more common powders I'll add in, maybe some greens as well, depending on mm-hmm. what's going on. And, and so now we've just leveraged, and this isn't hard. It doesn't have to feel like a whole nother to-do list. What I'll also teach her in a step like that is, okay, so we need to have like your water station and kitchen. So instead of having all these things that I just said in seven different cupboards, 
you need to like, where do you keep the mason jar? Beauty. Right next to that is where you're going to have your little like container with your powders. And this is going to become like a 90 second habit that you're going to have every day. So that's one of my favorites because it's simple. Yes. Yeah. And like you say, it's a game changer. And that one is nice because it's quick reward. You Mm -hmm. feel it immediately, right? The same day. And so it's when, when someone's overwhelmed, it's important to set them up for that quick, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that one simple thing made me feel so much better. Cause that's how you'll get them to actually comply and do some of the other things. What I have found, and I've been in practice for 26 years is that women will come and say, okay, I'm ready. Like I am all in, I'm at like a 10 of commitment and they want a meal plan and they want the whole shebang and they want to know what like, you know, the year long protocol is going to look like. And if you give that to them, they will try and be like an A plus plus student for the first week because they're an achiever, right? They're like, that's what they do. And then they go from excited to overwhelmed, to frustrated, to angry, to fuck it. Like I'm not even doing it now. And that's, those are the stages. (laughs) So in doing this for this long, it's like, I will just call it out right up front. I'll be like, okay, I understand you're saying that you're, but you're thinking about it right now in our conversation because you're so excited about it. Let's be real. Like I do this for a living and everything you told me you're just going to be able to do. I can't even do that. Like that's not realistic. So let's talk about what is realistic for you. And so making them also be part of the process is big. And then from there, Vanessa, it's really identifying looking at the symptoms and first determining, okay, so from those symptoms, what it do I want to do? So in our clinic, we oftentimes will run a lot of um, full blood chemistry. So we're looking at the blood serum and testing everything from like basic hematology and CBC and iron and some of the, you know, micronutrients, um, liver enzymes, cholesterol. We want to do a full thyroid panel, not just TSH. We'll look at hormones. We'll look at high sensitivity C-reactive protein, um, you know, vitamin D, B12. Like those are some of the, the basic baseline mark. Like, and I say that's baseline for us, but if you were to go to your doctor, that would be considered excess. Like that would be, well, they wouldn't even run it unless you, yeah, they wouldn't even have to build a case. Yeah. You have to to know how to build a case for yourself to go in and you can't just request out of curiosity. There has to be like a reason, which is really sad because what it means is you have to be unwell enough to justify looking under the hood. When, if we could get in front of that, like what we work on in our, inside of our clinic and in the hormone project is we help women to get in front of the situation. So we try to figure out when things are at a suboptimal stage before they're at the point where you feel like you fell off the cliff. Like we want to get your body at the point where your toes are curled over the edge, but like you haven't yet gone over the edge. Um, And so that's really important. Oftentimes we'll run things like stool testing. So we'll run a GI map test and actually test the fecal matter from the body to understand like what's going on baseline, you know, do we have like leaky gut that we're dealing with? Do we have SIBO, H. pylori parasites? You know, what's going on in terms of there's an enzyme I love to run called beta-glucuronidase, which is important for women who have a lot of symptoms of difficulty um, managing their estrogen. So a lot of migraines, breast tenderness, bloating, acne, weight gain, horrible, painful periods, clots, constipation, those kind of things. That's a really powerful tool for us to know, instead of trying a bunch of different things randomly and kind of like wait, watch and see, or hoping for the best, we can be a little bit more targeted. And then we also may run urinary tests for hormones. Um, So there's a great test that we run that's called the Dutch test. What's nice about all this outside of the blood is everything can be shipped to someone's home to do. And then they just take the test and send it back. So that would be, you know, kind of the first arena of where we would get started. And then based on that is now putting a protocol together. So it depends where in her body she has different symptoms happening. If it's someone where this, the stress is the big issue and like, I don't have the energy, we're going to bring in some adrenal support for her what that support will look like. I mean, you know, this, that supplements are only going to do so much. Like the reason that we are having inflammation in this area of our body isn't because we have a deficiency of adaptogens. 
it's because our body is having a difficult time adapting to the stressful lifestyle that we are living. Mm -hmm. And so if we want to have the best outcome, you know, we need to do a scrub of our calendar. We need to audit our, our energetic time management. We need to look at the, the space we're living in. We need to be honest about our relationships, about our finances, about the business that we're building. And that's big work. That's like, and that's why people are like, uh, what do you have in a pill? That's <laughs> where you get the fuck it. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, oh my God. Um, but that, and that's also, you know, the thing to understand as well too, is like, I say to people, like myself and my team, we may not be for everyone because we're not the team that is simply just going to give you something and tell you what to do. We're going to be a group of women who are going to educate you and empower you. And we're going to ask that you be part of this process. And there will be supplements and things like that um, for sure. But you cannot expect to have the change that you hope for simply by doing that. And so, you know, it's important. Um, the other thing I would say is, you know, stabilizing her blood sugar is extremely important. Most women are under proteined, meaning they're not getting enough protein. They're undernourished as a whole. And that can be a really hard thing for women to wrap their head around because we live in a world where we are constantly taught about how to create deficit in our body, how to be smaller, how to weigh less, how to wear a smaller size, how to eat less and fast more, how to, you know, constantly be in this dieting state. And where, you know, things like fasting can have such incredible health benefits for our body on a cellular level. And for so many other reasons, you know, I just see a lot of women abusing what could be this really beautiful therapeutic approach and now manipulating the rules of it so that she is at like a lot of women, I'm just going to be honest, they're using fasting as a disguised way of disordered eating, mm -hmm. you know, and it's and it. I think it's detrimental when we don't be honest about that and look at what that means. So for a lot of the women I work with, they also want to build muscle. They want to have a strong body and we can't do that while feeding you the tiniest amount possible. And you having this cardio centric lifestyle where it's a lot of running and a lot of spinning and a lot of just you know, everything being full tilt, like the rest of the life is, which is why we tend to gravitate to that. Cause it's like dopamine, dopamine, dopamine. Yeah. But when we're trying to recalibrate the nervous system and we're trying to recalibrate the adrenals and more specifically your body's response to releasing cortisol, how it uses cortisol, keeping hormones like adrenaline in check, because if our cortisol is high all the time, cortisol will consume your progesterone. Cortisol will catabolize and consume your lean muscle tissue. And it's not doing that, you know, because it's broken. It's doing that on purpose. It's doing that Arrival. because it exactly, it's trying mm -hmm. to protect you. Um, so stabilizing blood sugar and making sure that you're getting enough food in every day and that you're getting enough, you know, carbohydrates, protein, fat, and fiber, but the micronutrition. So, you know, vitamins and minerals, so important. Our minerals are like the spark plugs for our body. So that's really important. So getting her to actually eat as opposed to just nibbling and constantly snacking on the go, you know, when she's hungry, getting her to tune into that and actually feed her body instead of grabbing another latte or in the evening, having another glass of wine so that she can stay up and, you know, burn the midnight oil, trying to get more done. Um, and then we will definitely look at things like how supplements could support. So some of the foundational things in the beginning, magnesium would be one of the top ones that we would mm -hmm. bring in the dosing, you know, we tend to go more therapeutic. So a little bit more than what, um, the bottle would tell you there's many different types of magnesium. I find when we're talking about adrenal dysregulation, that magnesium bisglycinate typically tends to be the best. But there are many others that we may use for a different reason. B vitamins, specifically a B complex, are, in my opinion, critical for women, like critical. Mm -hmm. uh, and not just taking B12, which B12 is important, but B1, 2, 5, and 6, and B9, like they're, they're all playing a huge role. And especially for those women who are struggling hormonally and with their periods, B6 is very important, very important. Um, so a B complex and magnesium is really important. I always love to bring in some level of gut support. So whether it is enzymes or it is a probiotic, 
It's eating foods that are rich in prebiotic fiber so that we're feeding the gut so that we're like creating this seeding opportunity for good probiotics whoop, to come in. Um, healthy fats and omegas are really important. And then, you know, vitamin D, it, it's a steroid hormone. Like we talk about it as though it's a vitamin, but in actuality, it is not. And then I really do love there to be some form of um, plant-based nutrition that is coming in. And I'm not talking about this, like being a vegetarian or being a vegan. I mean, whether it's like a greens powder or it's like whole food capsules, something like that, because, you know, you and I do this for a living. I can get to the end of some days and be like, did I, did I have a vegetable today? Like, I'm like thinking to myself, like there are some days. And so I do that as kind of insurance for my body. Yep. And then for adrenals, there are a lot of different adaptogens that we would use for different reasons for the woman who's having a difficult time waking up in the morning. Um, you know, things like cordyceps, lion's mane, ashwagandha is ashwagandha is one of my favorite, um, in terms of like, it's an equalizer. It's great for the thyroid. It's beautiful for the adrenals. It's incredibly nourishing for the nervous system. It's amazing for the brain. And then, you know, for thinking about things at the end of the day, Rishi is beautiful. Uh, Tulsi is wonderful. Lemon balm, valerian. And those are all really good for the woman who she's exhausted, but she is wired. wired. Like she cannot fall your dog came and said yeah yeah hello <laughs> like I get it um you know she cannot calm down that part of her mind and her brain those are really important ones to be able to bring in to help her in the evening so she could drink them in a tea therapeutically she could do a tincture you know capsule those kind of things um that's really going to help to benefit her and then there's a lot of other ones as well, too. One that I find a lot of women will jump into that you do have to be careful of is overusing ginseng um, and licorice root. So depending on what's going on hormonally in your body, like if you're someone where you have a lot of heart palpitations as part of your symptom picture, like your anxiety shows up that way, the thyroid's maybe not doing too well, your blood pressure also might be off. So for women who they get dizzy often, like they stand too quickly, I'm being a yoga instructor for 20 some odd years. I see this in class all the time where people are doing forward fold. They come up out of it and they're just like, they need a second. That for me, I'm like, okay, so we need to get in and nourish those adrenals, but we don't want to overstimulate them. Um, so this is where, you know, less is more as, you know, you and I were saying earlier. So there's some really beautiful adaptogenic blends that could be used, but you want to titrate up, which means you start with the lowest, slowest amount. You, you know, gently give it to the body and then notice how your system responds. And then if all is well, then you can slowly start to titrate, which means you slowly increase up. The most important thing to understand about the adrenal care is that it is a minimum, minimum of nine to 12 weeks in order for, you know, to really recognize a response for that. So that's really, really important. Yeah. And like you said, sometimes it's 10, 15, 20 years in the making. So we're not going to ship things overnight. Right? Absolutely. But, I, oh, okay. So you, <laughs> you just gave like a, a powerful masterclass right here. We could, we could end <laughs> All right, right we're here. done. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm interrupting this episode because I need to come to talk to you about Fall Queen. Yes, fall is upon us. And I strongly believe that as women, we are cyclical by nature. And I want you to embrace the seasons, the changes in our bodies, the changes in our mindset. And I want to give you all the tools so that you can rise no matter what season we're in. It's with that intention that I've designed Fall Queen after the success of Summer Queen. Fall Queen is a six week intensive program where we're gonna be diving into shifting your mindset, detoxing your body, your environment for renewed health and energy. We're, we're going to be diving into all of what the woman is craving in the fall season. So nourishment, immunity support, nervous system support, and of course, detoxification, because it's always a big part of it. These topics will be discussed all while acquiring unique knowledge around toxin el elimination, 
emotional and somatic releases and detoxification of your environment. This program is really going to help you not only get more energy, but boost your natural immunity, increase your resilience and shift your mindset so you can finish 2023 like a true queen. So if this program is of interest to you, we're starting October 19th for six consecutive weeks. Every Thursdays, you get the replays if you can't join us live. You get full access to me on Telegram. We get to text each other and, be and become besties. I'm here to support you, your health, and your progression. I want to support you rising. We're also going to have our unique Facebook community of aligned women who are ready to make this fall just their best one yet. So if you're curious, I'm going to put the link in the show notes. It's six weeks for $9.97. This is my most inexpensive program. It's the best way to join my universe and take advantage of the energy of the vortex so you can start transforming here and now today. I hope to see you there. And of course, if you have any questions, remember you can always book a connect call with me so that we can get to know each other and I can best guide you on how I can support you and your expansion. I hope to see you in Fall Queen this fall. But there, I want to loop back on a few things you said, um, and I, I'm happy to hear that we agree on a hundred percent of everything you've mentioned is everything that I recommend too, like even to the type of magnesium. So full alignment. You mentioned the piece about nourishment. I'd love to go back there because it's something that I also see quite mm -hmm. a bit. The the restriction and this mentality of you know I always need to lose more weight, lose more weight. And I don't know if you hear this from women, but it's often like, I looked like this 10 years ago and I want to get back to that body, right? And and there's this notion of, it's almost like, well, yes, but look at the wisdom you have now and let's let's make it different. Let's stop wanting to always go back to those older versions of us and let's start embracing what's ahead instead. But the nourishment to me, like having a conversation around that is so important. And that's, in my opinion, the key to sustainable results. Um, instead of going from an angle of like, let's restrict, and you've mentioned fasting, I agree with you, I love to use fasting in a clinical way, whether it's through the liver detox, for a very short amount of time where we're very targeted and what we're trying to achieve as opposed to and I used to do this, I did it for yeah probably 18 months where I would be so proud of doing 18 hours, 20 hours. And guess what happened at the end? I burnt out. Right. Of course, it was a combination of many other things, but it pushed me over the edge. Yeah. Um, so nourishment, you've mentioned protein, you've mentioned creatine, like um, this whole protein conversation to me is fascinating because there's so much data that's coming out all the time, but where yeah. do you do you agree with like the 30 to 40 grams per meal? Like, where do you stand? So I do. And, um, you know, here's the other thing is that I think it's like, we have our lived experiences, which you've had a lived experience trying certain things. I've had a lived experience. And then there's also the lived experiences of the women that we work with. And so having been in clinical practice for more than two decades, I've really had this opportunity to beta a lot of different theories and studies and information, because yes, it's so incredible to have a lot of data and research, but here's the thing we have to remember as individuals out in the world, absorbing information, you will find exactly what you're looking for. Yes. True. So there's the confirmation bias, right? Like if we want to find more information to support high protein, we'll find it. If we want to find more information to support low protein, high fat, we'll find it. Right. So I think it's like, you have to give yourself enough time to recognize what works for your body. I know for me, like much like you, when fasting was first, you know, uh, I mean, I say a thing it's been around for before us, Yeah. Um, but when it became something that was more mainstream, um, I tried that as well. And that was not a good thing for my body. Um, and it wasn't until it wasn't. And I think that's the whole exactly. thing, right? 
we can do something for a period of time. There are, and I would say to anybody listening, like there's a fantastic book um, at a fast, like a girl by Dr. Mindy Pels. And I've interviewed her a couple of times in the podcast. And there's a cyclical approach. If fasting is something you enjoy to how you can support your body without impacting your ovulation, without impacting your progesterone. And these are the things why women hit these burnouts or that, you know, it stops feeling like it's working for them is because now you have impacted your body's ability to actually, you know, produce the ability, like, let's back it up for a sec. When we talk about something like nutrient deficiency and not having enough over a long period of time. So you could go and do, you know, a 24 hour fast, you could do a three day if you're doing it a few times a year, and you're nourished well up to that. But if you're constantly doing like the 16 by eight every single day, where things like healthy ovulation and healthy progesterone production and a cycle start is in your brain, in your pituitary. Your hypothalamus is like, literally think of it as like having these radar little like sonars, like antennas on the head that are like scanning your environment all the time. Like as you and I are talking, my hypothalamus, yours is like on alert of what's a danger, what's safe, do we need to send a signal in response to this? Your body doesn't know the difference if your stress is real, if it's yours, someone else's, imagined, old, new, anticipated, literally does not know. It's like, even when I lead these kind of discussions, I'll get off. My aura ring will tell me I just did a workout and my mm -hmm. heart rate will be different because I am getting, you know, like all sweat. My pupils are dilating because I'm in it. Like I'm in it. Mm -hmm. So when we're having these things happen with our body, your hypothalamus communicates to your pituitary and your pituitary gland in your brain is responsible for stimulating your thyroid. So it's where you produce TSH, which is why in blood work, testing TSH alone is not the best way. And the only way to look at your thyroid, because it doesn't tell us what the gland is doing, only the signal. Mm -hmm. Your pituitary is also as a woman where you produce your follicular stimulating hormones and your luteinizing hormones. So if we want healthy ovaries and we want to ovulate every month, we have to get the message from the brain to stimulate the follicles on our ovaries to ripen, to release an egg. If we don't ovulate every month, we cannot manufacture new fresh progesterone. Progesterone is not only the, you know, yang to the yin of estrogen, they balance one another. Progesterone is what stimulates your parasympathetic nervous system. The opposite of your sympathetic, which is your fight or flight, your progesterone is supporting your rest and digest. So as a woman who has the anxiety, who's feeling stressed, overwhelmed, everything is frazzling her. She's not sleeping. She's getting her period earlier. Things are shifting in her body. This is really important to listen to because it's an upstream solution that we have to be going after. And if we're not fed well enough and our body perceives that as a stressor, your body is going to start to mitigate and delegate and eliminate processes that are not deemed to keep you alive. You do not need to have a period to stay alive. You do not need to have healthy hair to stay alive. You don't need to have stable body temperature in some conditions, which is why women will have the hot flashes, freezing cold all the time, all the different things. Your body will start to say like, the brain is what we need to keep supported. The heart is what we need to keep supported. You know, these types of things. Digestion also not a big priority for your body, believe it or not. So it'll shunt resources and blood away from the gut when you're under a lot of stress. All this to say that in an unnourished body, this is slowly what's happening behind the scenes if it goes on for a long period of time. Not when you do it in a therapeutic guided mm -hmm. way. That's when you get autophagy and you have cellular cleanup and you have this beautiful expression of your health. It's when you now are like, this is all I do. And it, it's a cue for me when I hear women say things like, well, I love it because it's one last thing I have to think about. I'm like, so that actually for me creates a new question. Why do you need one last thing to think about? Why are you feeling so overwhelmed that the idea of eating breakfast in the morning overwhelms you? That's where I think the bigger problem is not celebrating that we don't have to eat anymore, right? So it's like, for me, what it's taught me in all these years of, all the things like this and, you know, everybody trying to be in a caloric deficit because we know to lose weight, be in a deficit. Um, I teach a lot around muscle building and recomposition for women. And in order to do that, you need to eat carbohydrates. You need to, you need to get the glucose that can be stored as glycogen in your muscles and in your liver. 
you want to have a healthy nervous system and thyroid, you need the carbohydrates and we do need to have enough protein. So I typically guide no less than hundred grams of protein a day mm-hmm. for the women that I work with. I don't know everybody who's listening. Now that can sound like a lot to a lot of people. And what I recommend as a little field trip for yourself in your own life is track by using a free app like MyFitnessPal. And just simply start for a week, just track everything you eat and drink, you know, lick off of a knife and take off of a spoon, like your kids' food you're eating leftover, just everything. And simply notice. So you're not judging it. You're not trying to go towards targets. You are simply, this is just research. This is just data so that you can see. And what I have found for most women, they're getting somewhere between 50 to 70 grams of protein in a day. They're getting a lot of fat in, which we've been taught fat, 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 yeah. which is very important for you. However, it's the sourcing of it and, and how much very little fiber they notice they're getting in. And then the carbohydrates kind of sit somewhere on the fence where women are either getting a lot in or like none at all. And so this, after the course of that week of tracking, you can sit back and be like, wow, I actually had no idea. I thought I was getting enough in because I feel like I never stop eating right? And so then that is kind of like ground zero, like level one. And then from there, it's starting to build out. Okay. So yes, the goal would be 30 to 40, but I find for people in the beginning, getting them to try to get about 25 grams per meal. So we get them up to 75 to hundred in a day. So if you have 25 grams of breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and then we bring an afternoon snack in to stabilize blood sugar with another 25 grams, we have a hundred grams in, in a day. Um, and the differences in the women that I work with is they're like, my energy is better. I don't have the cravings anymore. I actually like my pants feel a little bit better. I don't have the bloating. My sleep has gotten better. I actually feel satiated. I don't even think I knew what that meant before. And so it's a huge one for women. The tricky part will be that protein is something you have to prepare. (laughs) Yes, exactly. You know, if you're reaching for like a protein bar all the time or those kind of things, what you'll typically start to realize as you're reading is that they have a lot of fat, a lot of sugar, or a lot of just junk that's in Mm. it. So I do love using protein powders for women to help them bridge that gap. Um, Like we talked about the water, what you, the power of what you can put in a smoothie, especially for women who are busy, who are going from meeting to meeting have to get out of the house at a certain time because you could make it up the night before you can quickly blend it in that morning. And there's just so much that you can put in there to deliver to your body. It's very difficult for most people to get, you know, three to four meals a day where you can be using a fork and like fully chewing and breaking your food down. So I do think they play an important role. Yeah. And what's your take on, um, when you layer in physical activity there, uh, do you change the protein or? Yeah. So typically, um, and I'm like, you know, I'm huge in terms of movement. Like I, I own a studio as well. And, uh, yeah. So I would say for most of my women who are lifting like three to four times a week, we're upping the ante for the protein and their carbohydrate intake. Mm -hmm. Everyone's different, but for most of them, we're working towards a gram per pound of their ideal body weight that they are after weight is like, I I hate even talking about it out loud because it's the least metric we focus on. We really focus on um, the strength that she's building, her body composition. So the amount of muscle that she is putting on uh, and things like that. But so for instance, like I'm working this year over the next, I started with a goal of for 14 months, I'm working to put on about three to five pounds of muscle. I'm giving myself over a year to do that. And I weigh 125 pounds and I'm consuming about 150 grams of protein a day. So, you know, and 200 grams of carbohydrates. And so it's like, you know, understanding. And again, everybody's body is different. If you are a woman that's just starting out, you have the opportunity for newbie gains, which is where a lot of the shifts that you'll create, your body will respond really beautifully. The more fit that you get, you know, it's like the wiser you get in business and the more successful and everyone talks about scaling and you have to change well in your body. It's like the same thing. It's like, there's a kind of a new level and you don't have to move up to the new level. Um, but there's just another opportunity where you could kind of just draw things in a little bit. Um, but I would say for 
probably eight out of every 10 women who come to us to work with us for their hormones or something like recomp, we have to actually take them through a reverse dieting process first, where we actually have to start to feed them more than what they are used to and slowly get them up to like literally their basal metabolic rate, which would be the amount of calories you need to just lie in bed, heartbeat, breathe and blank. Most women aren't even getting in that amount. Mm -hmm. And when someone comes in high level of stress, cortisol out of whack, do you recommend to add strength training right away? Or do you wait to regulate the adrenals, get more yeah, it is. There. So my honest answer is I would love if for the first few weeks, all she did was walk yeah, and do some breath work and like really gentle things like that. And if I could get her to do like some somatic work with like yoga tune-up balls or like a, you know, gorgeous ball and get a chiropractic adjustment or some acupuncture, like something that is just super grounding and that gets her in her body as opposed to focusing outside of her body then it's going to depend like for a lot of women, especially if they are really burned out, they don't have the capacity to be able to lift and train without injuring themselves, feeling sick after or during getting lightheaded and it just knocking them on their ass for the rest of the day or few days. When that's happening, that's a CNS response. That is the central nervous system giving you like a hands up and just saying, Hey, not ready. Do not have it in me. So I really do love, you know, walking for so many reasons. And if it can be outside, that's such a beautiful bonus because of the sunshine, fresh air, nature, like just interrupt your pattern that you're stuck in all the time in front of a computer or at work. And then I love Pilates and yoga and bar for probably the first three kind of areas that I would reintegrate them back into their body because it's no impact. It's resistance, but very little. So it's not super taxing. And I would encourage them short periods of time, like 30 minutes or less, just a couple of times a week, do that for probably a few months until the body is feeling better. Then we can start to layer in some of the strength. So if a woman's listening and she's been like doing all, you know, F45, Orange Theory, CrossFit, boot camps, all of that, my first loving tip to you. Um, and listen, I just want like, I get it. I owned a studio in person. I was teaching 20 classes a week and I was doing my own workouts on top of it because I was like, well, I need my own thing. Like I've been where I'm talking about. So I'm not just like spewing out words. I get it. Um, I would really loving you, lovingly encourage you that if you're doing this five times a week, could you cinch it to like two of your favorite days a week with your favorite instructors? And I know this can be a social thing for people where it's where their friends are. So to try and take it away completely, I know also can feel not good, but could we shrink it down and give your body the opportunity to actually rest and recover? Because again, there's no supplements that I could give someone to stack on top of their already stacked, jacked lifestyle that is going to help them. And you talked about like doing a liver detox, the amount of stress that we are going through, it's not only taxing your nervous system. Every other system in your body is having to pay a fee as a, you know, in response to that and your liver, it's not only, you know, an incredible physical organ, but metaphysically, this is where you're holding on to the anger, the fear, the resentment, the guilt, and we just like pack it away. And so it is generating a lot of heat in the body. And if you are taking copious amounts of things on top of a very hot lifestyle, you could be actually making it harder for your liver to manage and do the job that she needs to do for you every day. So again, it's like, pull back for a moment. Don't panic. Cause sometimes when we hear people talk about slowing down, we're like, absolutely not. That's how, that's how I am surviving. I'm not saying to stop. I am just talking about like a perspective shift because you have to recognize something for those of you that are listening. You can't keep showing up with this goal of the body I want in 30 days is this because you need to be thinking about the body you need for the next 30 years mm -hmm. and the 30 years after that. And so if what you're doing right now, you're getting by, but you do not feel vital you do not feel energized. Like vibrant is a word you don't even understand the meaning of anymore. That's a huge calling to really 
sit down and make some different decisions. Yes. Yes. Less is more balance, perspective, all of that. Um, I agree with you and what you said there, the importance of uh, really acknowledging some of those crystallized emotions that we haven't looked into for a while that do get stored in the liver. Um, It's a huge part of the healing as well, right? Mm -hmm. It's, It's one thing to try to add more supplements and do that, but we also have to acknowledge the elephant in the room, literally in the yeah. body. So and that is like I said, you know, kind of in the beginning, it's the the hardest things for us to shift. Like we think it's going to be the food and the supplements and the movement and all of that. Um, but I promise you that actually does get to a point where there's a lot of joy in that. Like you look forward to it. it it's, it's the thing you love the most. It's how you take care of yourself, but doing the work, like the big work, whew, it's, it's big. I don't know that it ever ends. Um, And it is hard in the beginning, but then that also too is like, I am so grateful for how my body communicates with me and what she tells me. And I think that again, when we can start to understand what a gift that is, it can change everything. Yeah, I agree. It's our vessel. And I love what you said about, you know, we need to nurture it for the years ahead instead of always bringing that vision of the past. So Oh, I feel like we could talk for hours, literally. Um, so aligned also. I love that. And um, where can people find you? I I know you're not hard to find, but where can people find you if they've been living under a rock? <laughs> oh, if you know my name, uh, it's, it's pretty easy. So Jen Pike, it's Jen with two N's. So Instagram is where I spend most of my time. Um, also jenpike.com on our website, you can learn about the hormone project and about our women's wellness clinic and everything going on there. Um, yeah. And again, I, I feel the same. I feel like there's so much that we are aligned on and we're going to have you on my podcast soon. So I feel like it's going to be the part two, the continuation of chatting all about this. I love this. And you're going to be doing the liver detox soon. So that'll be, I fun. actually started it. Ooh, what day yeah, I did. On? I started it. I'm on day three. Okay. Yeah, I'm on day three. So I'm feeling great. I feel really yes. good. Yes. Well, yeah. it's great because you've done many of these kind of protocols before. So yeah. it's not your first rodeo, but it's always nice to yeah. you know, try different protocols. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm loving it. Thank you. Great. Well, I'll add all um, those links to the show notes. And um, so people can find you again. I'm so grateful. Thank you for sharing so much tangible information for all the women listening. And um, I can't wait to go on your podcast and continue this conversation. Me too, Vanessa. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jen. The information shared on this podcast is for information purposes only and doesn't provide any medical advice. Vanessa Grotman does not cure, diagnose, or treat disease. Please consult your physician before trying any new protocol or product.